Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Final hour of the show. Time for you to weigh in on things at 301-230-0980. Another roadblock for Washington, hopefully landing Eric Bieniemy, is out of the way because the Baltimore Ravens, who were expected to want to talk to Bieniemy, have hired Todd Munkin out of a pool of 14 candidates, according to head coach John Harbaugh. They have made that hire this morning. So now the jobs continue to dwindle. Roman in town to interview today. And potentially be enemy who they put in a request to interview tomorrow for the Washington football team. Let's discuss it now at 301-230-0980. And one of the reasons why a guy like Todd Munkin is uh, is attractive is his versatility as an offensive coordinator. Because in college, it was a very conservative Georgia club. There's a lot of run game first. Great offensive lines, obviously, of the last couple of years. A lot of run and very efficient pass. When he was an offensive coordinator in the NFL for Dirk Cutter and Freddie Kitchens, they ran the Air Coryell system. They were, they were, they let's toss the football around. Um, so that that's going to be an interesting uh, change. Where when his last year in Tampa in 2018, mm-hmm. they were number one in yardage, passing yardage. Yeah, number one in passing yardage. And you, you mean coaches don't just do one thing? I'm just saying, Chris. Um, oh, I, I thought he wait, was wait, number wait, wait. one in passing yardage, third in passing touchdowns, and ironically, as good as he was at coaching the run game at Georgia, uh-huh. his run games in the NFL have been terrible. But yeah. that's because they didn't emphasize the run. I so mean, I, this is, in theory, okay, in theory, this is a complete 180, at least from what Greg Roman does on the professional level to what Todd Munkin has done on right. The, the professional level. Are you bothered that Ron never even, as far as we know, reached out to and and certainly didn't interview Greg um, uh, Todd Munkin? I mean, I'm sufficient with who he's he's interviewed. Okay. I'm cool with that. Yeah, it bothers me. I mean, it, it, like to me, I'm a you know talk to as many people as you can. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, I mean, the Ravens t- allegedly talked to 14 yeah. Colts. Talk to thirteen or fourteen. I mean, people. Washington's up in the nine to ten area already. Uh, well, I mean, today's their seventh official interview. I mean, assuming the enemy interviews, that'll be eight. I mean, eight is a but fine they had, number. But like they attempted to talk to Caldwell, right? You don't know who else they attempted to talk no, that, to that told correct. them, "So, hey, thanks, but no thanks." That, that's correct. So, I mean, but my, I guess my argument is: Would Byron Leftwich tell him thanks, but no thanks? 
with Todd and maybe Todd Munkin did. Apparently, Greg Roman, they reached out to, according to Kime, a couple of weeks ago, and he, for whatever reason, just decided mm-hmm. now. Or maybe he decided earlier than now, and they just couldn't schedule it until now. We don't know that. I'm just surprised that that, didn't, that, that interest didn't leak out. Yeah, and, and what's interesting, by the way, you brought up Byron Leftwich's name. Um, Andy Ludwig at Utah decided to stay at Utah instead of interviewing at Notre Dame. So well, remember, Leftwich was supposedly. The- I know. So I mean, Byron, but Byron reached out to them, mm-hmm. um, and from reading a couple of columns out of South Bend, it didn't appear as if he was one of the two or three guys that they seemed to be honing in on. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't. I mean, if I'm Byron, wouldn't you want your agent to call Ron Rivera and say, "Hey, you know, can I get an interview yeah. there?" Yeah. Because I mean, let's face it. How many teams are? I mean, I guess Arizona. Technically, Indianapolis, Steichen would hire an offensive coordinator, but Shane obviously is running the offense. Clearly, Arizona seems to be leaning to defense, which means if you're an offensive coordinator and you go to Arizona, you would have a chance. You're going to be running the show offensively. But you've got to deal with Kyler Murray, who may or may not be ready for week one, number one. Mm -hmm. And then you've got to deal with his immaturity, his perceived, reported selfishness, his lack of a work ethic. Again, a lot of bad stuff circling around about Kyler Murray and has been for a well over a year now. Remember those Chris Mortensen reports mm-hmm. after that terrible playoff loss? That I thought that was coming from the GM, and maybe it was, but apparently it was probably, I mean, it looks like it was coming from Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, Kingsbury and him did not get along. Did not see eye to eye. So if you, yes, you might run the show. Like, say, all right, say um, say Gagnon gets the head coaching job mm-hmm. in Arizona and looks around and says, you know what, I don't know, first damn thing really about running an offense, but I'm going to go get me the best offensive coordinator I can. Say then it's Greg Roman who we discussed. Right, who seemingly would be a a pretty good fit with Kyler Murray because of who he's worked with and what he's done. But say it's what if it's Eric Bieniemy, right? And Bieniemy looks and says, "I've got the opportunity to run the show. I, you know, I'm I've been given assurance. I don't have to fire coaches. I don't have to change the language because everything's changed anyway. Right? There is no language. There is no base." Right, everything's changing everywhere anyway, and everyone knows it. Here, I would have to either, uh, I would either have to accept coaches, I would either have to accept the system and the language, or com- again flip it completely, and I might not have the unilateral ability to do that. Right, so to me, now Arizona again still hasn't decided on the head coach. But it seems like they're moving in a defensive direction, as we've discussed. Either way, they're going to need an offensive coordinator and therefore an offensive staff. So if you're a guy like Biennemi, do you say, well, wait a second, they didn't want me to be their head coach. Would I go there to be their offensive coordinator? Or would I go to Washington, you know, where I have less of a clean slate, but I know Ron because Andy's told me about Ron. Ron probably lets you have the autonomy to do your thing, though, too. Does he? I think so. I think Scott had the autonomy. 
Yeah. Based on some I, of the play I, calling, I, I think Scott had I the autonomy. I think Scott had the autonomy, but I think Ron got more involved as we went along. Sure. Uh, but but here's my question. That's what Scott head coaches was, are supposed to Scott do. Scott wasn't in a position to hire his own staff. Mm-hmm. Ron hired the staff. What happens if the enemy comes in and says, you're out, you're out? Yep. And Thomas Brown, who Washington interviewed, yeah. getting a second interview with Tampa. So, so that would make, to me, that would make – I mean, that would be a great hire for Tampa. So, I mean, it, you're looking there. You know why? And Bowles is going to get blown yeah, out. If, if Anna Rumo, by the way, gets the job in Cincinnati, do you think he could convince Dan Pitcher, who uh, is the guy underneath of Brian Callahan, to come out there to be the offensive coordinator since that would be an upgrade in position? That's a great call. You know? Because there was the report and everybody, like, when Gaga, well, everyone that cares about Dan Pitcher, you know, and Jeff and, and Vienna, <laughs> Jeff and Vienna, but but a lot of people on sure. Bengal, Bengal Twitter or whatever were like, oh, no, like we dodged a bullet. He's staying. Well, think about it, though. You get you can stay on a staff that's got uh, that has Joe Burrow at quarterback right. or you could go to Tampa and take over an offense where you have no idea what's happening at quarterback. Kyle Trask. Do you pursue Baker Mayfield? Do you pursue Derek Carr? I mean, who was their veteran uh, besides Trask, Brady, and they had a wasn't veteran. it? Uh, um, oh my gosh! Um, he used to be in Jacksonville. Yeah, uh, not not one of the flying Glenn. Blaine Gabbert. Right? Blaine Gabbert. There yeah. you go. Uh, that's right. Um, I, Pete, I you know where would you? Where's the more? Where's more security at? Because, like you said, though, for for if there's or, a bad year in Tampa next year, yeah. You're on that staff. It's possible you all get right. blown it's out. It's possible you could all get blown out, or it's possible you could be the interim head coach and then get the permanent head coaching. But that's right? what scares you about the situation here. As, as great as Greg and Eric allegedly are, you're talking about a situation where because of the fact that the head coach yep. is in such a perilous spot, it might end up being Shermer and Zampezi by default. Uh, I mean, listen, we when Jay Gruden was trying to hire a defensive coordinator in – the 2018 to 2019 offseason, he could not get a defensive coordinator that he wanted, that he liked, that he thought would be an upgrade over Greg Minuski. Why? Because everyone knew Jay was a dead man walking. Mm-hmm. Everyone knew. So they and kept we all Min- had it pegged for five games in, right. and we were right. right. So they kept Minuski yeah. because they didn't have anybody and, that and they could hire. Fear. That's my fear. Right. What's going to happen exactly. here? Exactly. I mean, we, we already have the DNA for it. Hey, we Ron, already Ron's have the given blueprint. us a lot of window dressing. Yes, he's given us all that motion. He's yes. given us the jet sweep motion. Yeah, he's given us all the eye candy. Yeah, Washington has hired Ken Zampezi to be the offensive coordinator. We'll talk about it now. 301-230-0980. I mean, All right. Now, listen, again, that would that would make no – I mean, that's it's unfair to Ken. I think Ken's a, a good coach, fine coach, whatever. I don't think he's a difference maker in terms of, like, somebody that's going to, you know, now that he runs his own show, if he got it, that he's going to step this offense from 18 points to 27 points a game or anything like that. I think that would be fool's gold to think that. We'd settle for 20. But, right, but, but could, <laughs> 21. Ken, right, could Ken Zampezi get them over the 20 barrier? Yeah, probably. If they get a little more consistency from the quarterback. All right, maybe a lot more consistency from the quarterback. They improve the offensive line, and somehow, some way, they don't get other massive injuries across the board on offense. Could they get to 21? Maybe 22, which is still... 
below average in the NFL, but closer to average than they were and that they have been. Yeah, you could you could see that. But here's the thing. Like if if you're if you're Ron, right? I mean, he can't come out and say, like, if 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 the enemy turns them down, if Roman turns them down, he can't come out and say, well, guys, listen, guys, 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 they were worried about the ownership situation. They were worried about me being in a lame duck year. You know, he can't come out and say that. We're all going to speculate that that's what happened, but he can't come out and say that. He 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 can only say, well, they had other options. You know, we tried, right? Which everybody's going to make fun of Ron for saying that because Matthew Stafford, we tried, had other options. Aaron Rodgers, we tried, had other options. Russell Wilson tried. He had other options, and we got stuck with pin the tail on the donkey. 301 uh, That's what scares me the most is all this, yeah, they're talking to Greg Roman. Yeah, they're talking to Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, they're talking to Thomas Brown. He's getting a second interview in Tampa. Hey, Washington's going to hire Ken Zampezi, everybody. Let's go to line one. Jeff is in Vienna. He gets us cranked up here in the 11 o'clock hour. What's up, Jeff? Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Oh, hey, I, I was transferring in between AirPods and phone. That's so. okay. We were, a little, full, we, were, we were a little bit late on the trigger, My, or I was a little yeah. bit late, I should say. I have full faith and confidence in Arizona hiring the younger, hotshot Super Bowl coach than the older guy who consistently stops Mahomes and Lamar. So, in my dreams, most definitely. Um, and on, on Munkin... Um, since I've watched every play from Georgia for the last four years. On the downside, he was part of the crew who decided that Jake Fromm was better than Justin Fields or the Eason kid who transferred to Washington. Um, And let's see, since my daughter's been there, he had two years of Fromm, straight drop-back quarterback, uh, two years of Bennett who developed into what he was, you know, but remember, he, he hey, they tried to go, Jeff. They tried to go to JT Daniels before they went. You know, really committed gung ho to Stetson Bennett. And I, I was sitting in the stands in a couple games when people were about ready to run down on the field and and put JT and JT Daniels in the game. So I, I think the faux pas on Fromm is probably the only the, the worst thing. And, and obviously, Kirby has the final call on that stuff. But and I'll defer to Robert in Annapolis. I just don't think the guy, and I don't know, but I don't think he has the background for, you know, Lamar is not going to win you games with his arm. He's only going to win you games with his legs. And I guess I guess time will tell on that front. But I mean, he he's he obviously knows what he's doing. But I think he's not going to be play, coaching a team in the NFL that is four deep at five stars on the offensive line either. Well, I mean, and Jeff, appreciate the call. Ironically enough, uh, your boy Robert Annapolis is online too. We'll get to him in a moment. But, I mean, again, Todd Munkin's professional experience is Eric Coriel. That means Lamar's going to get a chance to throw the ball more unless he comes in with his, the Georgia-based offense. Uh, it's just, you know, that's that's the, the great unknown now for Baltimore coming up this season. Mm-hmm. Let's go to line two. Robert is in Annapolis. Robert, your your ears burning. Your boy Jeff was talking yeah. about you. Somebody dropped my name there. Uh, on Greg Roman, uh, the issue that many of us had over here with Greg was not his uh, offensive philosophy, nor even 
his offensive scheme. It was his play calling, specifically in the red zone. The Ravens often would drive the ball up and down the field between the 20s, but when he got in the red zone, he would just make bizarre calls. Uh, go back to when he was with the 49ers in the Super Bowl at the end of the game. What, what does he call in the last offensive play? A fade. I mean, he just, uh, he for whatever reason, when they get in the red zone, he would just make bad calls or plays that did not work. So I think he would be a good fit for Washington. Uh, Robinson and Gibson would get a lot more work if they're going to, because he does, he is a run-oriented guy. So he would get a lot out of those two who are good players. And uh, I think he would work well with the quarterback there, Howell. Robert, but, let, um, let me let me ask you to be, yeah. before we move any further. Why was Lamar uh, over the course of his career, maybe not just last year, so successful in the red zone under Greg Roman? If Greg Roman is so bad at play calling inside the red zone, because of his uh, his natural abilities, he he would make plays that weren't necessarily. The plays as they were maybe structured up on the chalkboard. Uh, much of the Ravens' offense success really just comes from Lamar ad libbing what's developing in front of him, not because they strike. Look at the look at the uh, Chiefs in, in the Super Bowl. Uh, Reed dials up two plays in the red zone. They, they weren't even covered. They, you know, he knows how to uh, get guys open uh, down there in that area. So that's all I'm saying. You know, he's um, I, I never really criticized him that much as an offensive coordinator. I just grew tired of the fact that he wasn't able to really come through when they needed him at the critical moments. Uh, but, uh, you know, he's, a, he's, a, he's an intelligent uh, guy, uh, knows his stuff. Uh, so, see, I don't know that you're going to hire him over there or not, but uh, I think he would be a good fit, possibly. Robert, appreciate it. 301 I mean, look, let's face it. The other common denominator in Baltimore – from that 19 season where they were exquisite in the red zone to the last couple of seasons was retirements and injuries on the offensive line. Mm -hmm. The offensive line was nowhere near as good as it was in that 19 season when they managed to still have Yonda and all those people. I'm pretty sure Yonda, it was Yonda's last year uh, there. You had great leadership and you had health. Okay, Since then, Ronnie Stanley's been banged up a ton, hasn't played a lot of games, and you've had other holes that didn't necessarily get filled on that offensive line. So that goes into a lack of red zone production as well. More of your calls next. 301-230-0980. An OV note as well. Caps hosting Carolina tonight. They'll be without a key cog. We'll give you that coming up right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Get to a couple of more calls here in a moment. Chris, Carolina Pan or Carolina Hurricanes rather in town. Obviously one of the best in the NHL. Washington going to be without its best for this showdown. It appears as Alexander Ovechkin has had to step away from the team, health of a loved one. Uh, the concern here for the Washington Hockey Star and uh, for a team that you know hoping to find consistency and needing to find consistency in the tight race that they are in right now in the Eastern Conference. Uh, going to be tough to go without their best against the league, one of the league's best tonight in Carolina. Yeah, and it, I mean, who knows if this is just a one-game thing uh, and he's back on Thursday for Florida and therefore the stadium series game on Saturday in Raleigh. I don't know. Um, obviously family first, don't know if it's, you know, one of his parents, don't know if it's one of his children, his wife, we have no idea, not going to speculate, just hoping and praying that everything's okay for Alex and his family. Um, and I mean, obviously I am leaving after the show and going to miss the rest of the week. I went back for another week to go visit my mom who's been in and out of a hospital and a rehab facility for six months now. Uh, she's still in a rehab facility, so I'm going to stay in a hospital room basically uh, for five days, just keeping her company and trying to, you know, help her with her affairs and, you know, whatever. Um, you know, it sucks. I, I mean, so I'm going to be away from the show. Alex, hopefully it's nothing major, but he's going to be away from the Capitals for at least tonight. Um, again, all we can just say is hope the best, family first, always. Uh, and, you know, um, uh, you know, hopefully it's not a, tragedy hopefully it's not a you know a three game absence or a four game absence or whatever obviously they need him it's a tough part of the schedule with some good teams on tap again Carolina twice in the next five days uh four days I guess it would be yeah I I guess it would be four days uh and then Florida sandwiched in between there I know it's been a disappointing year for Florida but still very talented uh the the Capitals team they cannot have any games like they had on Sunday. It's one thing to lose, maybe not get two points, cannot have games like they had on Sunday. Well, I was going to say, too, the one thing that you're excited about, though, is the way they played Saturday, ironically enough, yeah. against Boston. Yeah. So that's the kind of hockey that's going to win in the playoffs for you. So you know if they can just get there. Right. You know, Kemper showing you. Kemper, look, since he came back from that early season you know, injury you know, where Charlie Lindgren had to play like nine, ten games in a row – Kemper's been as advertised uh, for this team. So you know you have the guy in between the pipes that if you could just get to the postseason, you got a guy you can ride that's going to give you a chance uh, every night 
uh, to get it done. So well, the one thing I'll just say quickly about the win in Boston, I mean, it did. I mean, it was a great win, but they didn't go against Olmark. No, I mean, sure, their top end sure. goaltender, uh, obviously not. But again, the fact that you went there, yeah. and got the win you got, um, is still big uh, for your team. Three hundred one two three zero zero nine eighty. Baltimore has made a hire. Todd Munkin. That means Eric Bieniemy is still out there and available. Washington allegedly, according to Kime, interviewing Greg Roman today for their OC spot line one. Let's go to Dean in Gaithersburg. Dino, you're up next on the Team 980. Hello. Hello. Good, hey, Dean. Dean. What's going on, fellas? What's up, man? Um, yeah, we're, we're going to comment on uh, the two guys, the two hires, possibly. Uh, the uh, Roman situation i mean he has a good track record for the other uh, quarterback that he's he's, he's, he's he's coached um but i still think he's probably gonna need a quarterback coach to kind of get on a more personal level he probably can organize the plays a little bit but my 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 my, my choice right now is going to have to be eric because i think eric uh has a better overall understanding will have a better overall understanding with the amount of talent that washington has on offense I mean, Eric himself was a good running back uh, at, 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 the, at Colorado. Like I stated, uh, I think yesterday or a couple of days ago, um, he played with two other guys. Uh, I think one was uh, Michael Pritchard. That, that's the one I really want to talk about. He, he, was, he could do anything. And that's kind of probably where Eric Bainini kind of gets his, his philosophy with the running style from. So I think if he comes to our, our team, he will be able to use Antonio Gibson better because Antonio Gibson can do anything. Uh, uh, Sanders, I, I wouldn't put him so much in the backfield like we were doing uh, last year, but we would figure out ways to still do that, but uh, utilize the talent. And I think Eric will probably be the better choice overall uh, for that for the offense because how 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 is just as good as 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 as, as athletic as uh, Lamar or any of these other athletic uh, uh, quarterbacks these days. He's not, he's not super-duper fast uh, like, like Lamar and, and, and maybe Jalen, maybe not as strong as Jalen Hurts and, 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 uh, and, and squatting and so forth, but he's the perfect athleticism that you need at quarterback, um, just like Alex Smith was. He can dissect things, and when he does have talent, he showed you at Carolina that he was good. So I think uh, if we had to pick between the two and if we, if we have that option – I'm going Eric B. Enemy without a doubt at this point now, based upon what I've seen and based upon what I've I've kind of kind of kind of gotten under the. Uh, well, Dean, I've, Dean, I've, let me I've, ask I've, you this I've, question though, Dean, because <laughs> the head coaching situation is so in flux here, and we already saw the Sean Payton rumor. If Ron has to default to Zampezi or Shermer, what do you do then? Because I mean, Bienemy, Bienemy, and Bienemy and Roman don't necessarily have to take those spots. Absolutely, see that that's where I think you, we we can't really trust Ron too much because see, Ron he's going to do things in his best favor. You know, again, like I said, like you just said, he doesn't have to choose those two because those two may potentially be, you know, they're, they're thinking for themselves one, and then two, they may potentially be. Uh, coach ahead of him, with 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 keeping Sherman in the building, that kind of secures the fact that we possibly can get a couple more wins. Uh, it, it shows him that he didn't abandon uh, the Washington franchise. And I'm not just saying uh, uh, the players; I'm saying the fans, 
you know, the disappointment. Like you said, he doesn't have to conform with getting the two. Again, that goes back to what Chris is saying. He should have just hired everybody. He should have just interviewed everybody if he was going to just go and just uh, interview just two or three or ten people, you know, at this point. Because, again, like I said, it, it still looks like Ron is playing politics here. If he, he's still keeping a guy on the, on the offensive side of the ball that didn't have really good success. Only, only success he has is the fact that he was a quarterback coach and that he talked to Howe. And we've all known that Howe didn't learn any of, Steph, I mean, any of Scott Turner's plays. He was, the, he was supposedly the practice quarterback. So, it, it, like, like you're saying, the politics with Ron, we all going to have to just wait, wait and see. At right. the end of the day. Dean, appreciate it, pal. 301-230-0980. Baltimore's hired Todd Munkin interviewing today. Greg Roman still have a request to interview Eric Bieniemy, though that interview, at least as of now, has not uh, occurred. Let's go to our man, Paulie Dangerously. What's up, Paulie? Hell to the W, man. Come Pete. What's going on, man? How you doing, man? I am well. Thank you, sir. Man. What Who's up, here, Paulie? Man? It's called, man. I, I told you before, it's called supply and demand. Of course, your people want to hear me over you, man. What are you talking about? You, oh. put, you keep asking dumb questions, bro. Paulie. What are you talking about, Paulie, man? You know, where, you, know, you know where they want they to demand. hear you more than they me at 2.38 in the morning? Yeah, you keep thinking that, bro. It's it's, it's comical how good you think you are. <laughs> Paulie, Whatever, Paulie, why hey, don't you call Paulie, 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 Paulie? Why don't you why don't you apply on uh, on Odyssey and um and 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 you know it'll get eventually funneled to CK and we'll see who gets a job and who doesn't. Well, now you playing my agent? No, no, I'm just saying. I mean, I I, I have the I have the job I have the job you want, and you don't have the job that you want. Nah, he nah, he want to be my agent, cause I got a job on one. It's called supply and demand. It's called saving your ass. Uh huh. Look, anyways, man, let me let me tell you this, man. A last call. It. He was making a lot of sense if he said how didn't uh, know Scott Turner plays, bro. You can't be on the team and not know the plays. Now, you want to say he ain't worked over all the plays? Okay, cool. But he knows the plays, man. Two, so you telling me Byron Leftwich don't have a job yet? That what y'all saying? Yeah, uh, still doesn't have a yeah. job as of right now. Byron yeah. Leftwich don't have a job yet, right? And now, Ron, one, Ron, one refu- Ron refuses to interview year. him. One of the hot, what, hot, one of the hottest coordinators. I ain't just talking about Ron. I'm just talking about the same problem we talked about at the beginning of the right. this whole process. I'm just, I'm just, t- I'm just telling you. I, I mean, I, I deal uh, with I'm what I know. I'm just saying that this that's his, that's the problem. Super Bowl winning coordinator was one of the hottest coordinators last year, and you're telling me this year he can't sniff a job nor interview. Ron ain't hiring all these people. I mean, ain't not interviewing all these people because, like you said, he's a lame duck coach. And everybody, anybody with any type of value or career goals, you know, don't want this job anyway. You either got to be desperate, you know, desperate for a job. Or Ron's gonna have to overpay you. Now, let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, folks out there. That's the only way we're gonna get Eric Bieniemy if they make him a financial offer that he just can't refuse. That's what I said oh, earlier. Man, can Washington can, can that, Paulie? That's what I said earlier. That's is it. can Washington get to a salary that's competitive enough uh, for Eric to even consider? And and remember, Kansas exactly. City's got to put money on the table for him too because his contract is technically up there. So Kansas City's got to yeah. put money in front of him also. 
Exactly. Like I said, not even competitive. That is just, you know, blow his mind away. Like, man, I need to take this job. And I'm going to throw another scenario out here to you guys on, on this beginning situation. All right, so this Sean Payton thing is not a rumor. You know, it's, this is straight from the horse's mouth. You know what I mean? He, he, he's, you know, he was, at, you know, kind of, you know, uh, flipping the dirt off his shoulder about it. You know what I mean? Now, suppose this happens. Being we know that one of these potential owners have this type of mind frame, you know, this thought in his head. Suppose Ron does go out here, hire Eric Bieniemy, right? New owner come in, flush out the system, and we see a whole a, a, a Jim Zorn situation happen where the new owners come in, fire everybody, but leave Eric Bieniemy and hire him as the head coach. That's a possibility too. Uh, I mean, technically, yeah. I mean, that's a possibility. I mean, if you're trying, right? I, 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 I didn't why, disagree with you. I Pauly, said technically, that's yeah. Why, that's why I said earlier. Look, we already know that at least one potential ownership group was sniffing around at Sean Payton. They want to do something that is going to make the fan base go, "Yes, that's a splash. We're back in right away." That's what. That's what these either one of these new ownership groups could be looking at it going forward, and certainly in terms of the. Candidates out there that had experience, Sean tops the list. Who's one of the next guys that'll at least get the fan base motivated to go, yes, we can get behind that guy. It would be Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy. He's Really, he's the only name left. You know, like you said, there's no head coach you want to bring off the sidelines. And I mean off the sidelines, like somebody that's sitting at home or on TV right now you know, that's really viable for that. And, and the hottest assistant was the most controversial assistant coming with a hot name, coming off a Super Bowl. You've seen him walking arm in arm with Andy Reid. You know what I mean? So, and, and we've been talking about this guy for two to three years now. You know what I mean? So, you know, even before we um, hired Ron Rivera, it was a lot of people that wanted Eric B. Enemy for the coach that season. So, you know, it would be a good move. But like I said, man, with, with this whole ownership situation, we're a, day, we're a day late and a dollar short, man. And, and that's how we've been the whole time since Dan's been here. So, until the owner situation gets settled anyways, this is all, like you said, window dressing, man. The the, the offensive coordinator is already in the building. It's going to end up being Ken Zampezi. I don't want Greg Roman. Hey, Robert Napolis, shut up. You, you didn't make no sense. Oh, he, he, he's no good in the red zone, but he'll be a good fit for you guys. But guess what? That was Scott Turner's problem. He was no good in the red zone. So why we hire another coach that's no good in the red zone? Right, Stay but, up there and listen to the fungus told Vinny Serrato, man. Paulie, 2019, you, man. 2019, Greg Roman was great in the red zone. So Hey, I, I, I'm I'm just telling you what I'm hearing on this radio. I know. And you guys, you guys, listen, you guys, I heard you guys say it yourself. I forgot what game it was when they had that, was it, was it a two-point conversion or it was a goal line? And Ruth York said, well, how did he roll them out? And Greg Roman, he's not good. And now you're now you, now you trying to fly over here with, with – with, Dude up here, and now I'm gonna stop saying his name. I'm just saying the a the a hole in Annapolis. That's his name. Hey, Paulie, you know what hey, the man. best you know what off, the man. best part of the next six days is? I don't have to hear from. you. I don't you. get to hear you talk. I don't <laughs> have to hear from you. <laughs> Thank goodness. Thank you, Paul. That time has now come to an end. Think about that. You won't even have to take an ibuprofen over the next four days from that. 
I might have to take an ibuprofen for other things that I'm going to have. Well, to you'll be with. in the place where they can probably provide yeah. that to you. Yeah, I might need morphine. Just get to no. I don't know about I mean, that. That's is, gonna be that's a little strong. Listen, I love my mom. This is not going to be a fun day. No, but fun next more, six days for your morphine boy. is a little strong, Hoss, yeah. uh, because if you get you know addicted to that over the four days uh, while you're there, that might be a problem uh, when you I, come back. That's true. I got you know? many other problems, but I'm I, sitting I, across I mean, from my partner and he'll yeah. be like. I, Shaking I'll, like it's 25 degrees outside. I'll just say this. I am not going on vacation. I can no, tell you definitely that much. No, definitely uh, not. You know, you, my mom is a, you know, she's a special character. Just We do things for family, though, Hoss. I, I mean, no, we, we do things for family, though. Um, you know, uh, and, and you have to, it, especially when you have a long-distance situation. Yeah. I mean, my, my mother lives four and a half, That's five hours mom. away. Uh, now, when she used to live 45 minutes away, that was great when that happened. But, you know, you got to make that time, you know, as they get older. Because, yes. you know, as events show us each and every day, um, you know, we're, we're just we're never guaranteed the next day. We're, we're just not. Correct. Um, it's official. Shane Steichen uh, with the Colts uh, introduced uh, as the new head coach there. As we reported earlier, uh, Jim Caldwell has joined the Panthers staff as a senior assistant. Todd Munkin uh, leaves Georgia to become the Ravens offensive coordinator. So commerce certainly on the coaching side is picking up because, you know, I mean, you look at the dates now and we'll talk, we're going to talk a little bit about this over the next couple of days, just to start the process of getting you familiar with names that likely Washington could consider as we get into the draft. And the best thing about that is there will be a free agent period that will help address some of these needs for Washington. Ironically, Chris, we don't know how big of a player in terms of splash they could be because of the ownership, mm-hmm. because of its unsettled nature right now. We, I think what we do care about is no matter how high-priced that player may be, mm-hmm. it's the position that they chase in free agency. What kind of impact does that player have? Offensive line linebacker would seem to be the first two needs that you chase in that regard. And then whatever you don't get in that initial wave of free agency, you can turn your attention in April to the draft to try uh, and fill some of those needs. But that's the the weird thing. Just like the same thing the Nationals are going through right now. Mm -hmm. You didn't know because of a potential sale how much money Mike Rizzo was able to utilize in the offseason to try and fill some needs uh, as they wait at least another year for some of these kids like Hassel and those guys to really filter in like a C.J. Abrams uh, hit the ground running and was able to play. Hassel and those guys, maybe you see them at some point during the course of this season. Maybe you don't. But you, you had to fill the roster in some capacity, and with a sale looming over your head, you didn't know how aggressive Mike Rizzo and their front office could be. Same thing's happening here right now, and that's ironic, Chris, because this has been a group under this ownership that has always been a able to be as aggressive as they wanted to be in free agency during Dan Snyder's era. This may be one of the few years where they're not. I still contend that three or four million dollars or whatever it takes to get to be enemy or uh, or uh, uh, what's his name? Greg Roman. I can't imagine that that's that much of a problem. I, I I think well, it's a bigger issue 
I think it's a bigger issue that Ron is clearly in a lame duck status. Like these rumors and allegations and Sean Payton opening up his trap do not help Ron Well, Rivera. if I'm Ron, if I'm Ron, I get to my agent and I say, hey, let's find out which ownership group that was. Let's start having conversations with them ourselves. Yeah. Let's start having conversations ourselves yeah. with them. And maybe if Harris toured the facility, maybe Ron was part of that. Yeah, may- well. Maybe Ron was there. Right. No, he was he was at the Super Bowl. He's no, been gone, he's been gone for like awards. he's been gone for like a week and a half, two weeks. Well, maybe Martin Mayhew was there. Well, <laughs> who conducted the tour? I mean, I I don't know. That's I mean, good, did, I, did I Bank assumed, of America? Assumed, did Bank of America a representative? You know how how hard it, was it is Jason, to get through the gate there. Maybe it was Jason Wright. Oh, that maybe it was. The tour. Maybe maybe it was. Maybe uh, it was. You know, maybe it was Bank of America. I don't know. Well, I don't no they? Idea. I mean, they got to have credentials. You know how they are at the gate there. Yeah. They won't let. They just won't let any jabroni in. Well, you know? they let this jabroni in sometimes. Well, it's because you're a good jabroni. Thanks. 301-230-0980. Burgundy and gold today being done from a remote location by an unnamed person as of right now because we don't see anybody Scott behind Jackson. us. That's probably what it means. <laughs> it's probably how I'm doing the show tomorrow since I have a road game at Lehigh. Right now, we tell you what's trending. I mentioned this earlier, and it's not great news in any way for the Capitals on tap. A big one against the Carolina Hurricanes over on the fan, 645-705, the puck drop at Capital One Arena. And no Alex Ovechkin tonight, at least for the Capitals, as Brian McClellan announced uh, about an hour ago that he is dealing with a personal health, uh, family health issue, I should say, family health issue. Uh, certainly wish the best for Alex Ovechkin. Tom Wilson was back on the ice this morning. No determination made just yet whether he'll be available for tonight. He's missed the last couple of weeks. Uh, after blocking a shot. Meanwhile, as we've been talking about for much of the morning, Greg Roman, the former Ravens, 49ers, and Bills offensive coordinator, set to interview with Ron Rivera and the commanders today. Still no official word on Eric Bieniemy. The Colts officially hiring Shane Steichen as their new head coach. Jim Caldwell joining Frank Reich in Carolina as a senior assistant coach. And how about this? Pete will love this. Days before the Daytona 500, a guy who used to run it. NASCAR Hall of Famer Tony Stewart returning to full-time competition this year, but not in NASCAR as an NHRA drag racer. Mm. It's because his girlfriend does it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, his girlfriend's a drag racer. Still going to have Exxon Mobil, or Mobile One, I should say, as his He's an unbelievable wheel man. I can't wait to see him do this. There you go, Tony Stewart. A little bit crazy. He's going NHRA and not coming back to NASCAR, and that's what's trending. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Coaching commerce picking up. Things probably going to be happening over the next few days around the league. Shane Steichen officially going to be introduced in Indianapolis today. Washington interviewing Greg Roman. Baltimore hiring Todd Munkin. So the action with coaches, which takes place before we get to free agency a month from now. Also spring training and baseball getting set to start. The weather around here has been good enough to simulate that uh, around here as well to get you fired up. Mm. Uh, about baseball as well. 60, 60 degrees, though, you're leaving town and it's going to rain, so you're getting out of town at the right time. I don't think it's supposed to rain until, like, Thursday. Though. Eh, I think I, I think I thought tomorrow uh, tomorrow's supposed tomorrow's to be, supposed like, to be great. right around 70 or something yeah, like that, which fantastic. means it's going to be hot in Florida because if it's warm here, it's got to be, like, probably close to 90 or whatever it is uh, down in Florida. I haven't even checked. I am going to try and do. I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull it off. I am going to try. Emphasis try on squeezing my way into the Daytona 500. Dude, go get it. I mean, I'm that, jealous. That would be that's on the bucket list. I, you know, I, I got to be honest with you. I don't care about like Augusta National or anything like that. I, I mean, I'm I would go just to go, but I don't care about it like some people do. The Daytona 500. Even though I didn't like NASCAR for the first 30 ish years of my life, didn't really know anything about it. I just something about that man, right? Now my luck, I would go, I would make the drive three hours across the coast from Florida, uh, you know, buy ticket, parking, all that, and it would be a monsoon of rain, and they cancel it for Monday, which they've had to do from time to time, and I've got a flight Monday uh, early afternoon, so I wouldn't be able to go. So Ooh. I've got to check the weather forecast. I think, I mean. For Daytona on Sunday. Right now, right now showing 0% chance of rain. Oh, good. And 72, which is weird. Sunday? It's got a cloud. It's got a cloud on there, right. and it says 0%, but it says 72. All right. So that might be my ticket. I've got, I, I got to, you know, I got to see. I mean, if the, I'm not going to pay like $1,000 for a ticket, but if I can get a, you know, if I can get a ticket for a reasonable price, I might just drive over there, maybe take my nephew. Uh, we'll see. All right. Right now, that would be a very smart move. Sometimes people don't make smart moves. They make dumb moves. It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day on Russell and Medhurst. You know, it was kind of quiet on this front in the two weeks leading up to the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. I was, for one, surprised, very happy that the dum-dums in the media did not invite this guy into their fold, into their forum, for the most part. But <laughs> their then, harem. but yeah, into there. <laughs> but then, then I opened up the New York Post last night, digital, and I saw Jackson Mahomes being well. Let me guess, Chris, was he dancing? He was dancing. Was he? Prancing? He was dancing like a bear. So I see a video montage of Jackson Mahomes, the younger, dopier brother of Patrick Mahomes, 
who disgraced the honor of Sean Taylor and danced on the 21, even though it was roped off. Everybody knows that story. Who no, just cannot keep himself off of TV or TikTok or whatever you people watch TikTok, and whatever you people you waste stop. your time on. Well, there Jackson Mahomes was. There Jackson Mahomes was. Ruining, dancing, acting like a fool in the camera shot of his brother, the Super Bowl MVP, Patrick Mahomes, doing an NFL interview on NFL, I, I should say a post-game interview on NFL Network after the game, getting his moment in the sun, you know, because he actually accomplished something. And there's Jackson Mahomes doing a little dance jig and then sort of realizing that as somebody points it out to him, he's in the camera shot. But he's doing one of these. Now, you can't see what he's doing, but he's dancing in live TV in front of his brother or in back of his brother while his brother just won the Super Bowl MVP. (laughs) And then there's a video montage of him dancing in the hallway, holding on to his niece or whatever he's doing, dancing all over the place, doing all this stupid stuff. People, nobody should care about him. He's useless. He's insignificant. He's nothing without his brother. Brother, this guy stinks. Exactly. He, you shouldn't be on TikTok either. Stop wasting your time on TikTok. <laughs> Stop giving this idiot a platform. He's a moron. He's a dum-dum. He's Jackson Mahomes. Congratulations. You're Chris's dum-dum of the day. 16 points last night from Elijah Hawkins out of DeMatha. 13 from Marcus Dockery, the Maryland transfer. Great win for Kenny Blakeney and Howard. They are all alone in first place in the MEAC at 8-1, and 16-10 overall as they knocked off UMES last night. That'll do it for us today. I will see you at Rosecroft tonight. You have a super afternoon out there. Linnell Willingham and Burgundy and Gold today is next right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 